Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you have a cardiac arrest in the street, then you're in a time critical situation, and what you need is immediate cardiopulmonary resuscitation from bystanders. Obviously, somebody's going to uh, call for an ambulance, and when that ambulance arrives, that ambulance will bring with it very skilled paramedics and pre-hospital practitioners who will provide the best possible care at scene. And we're at the position now in the 21st century where those paramedics who come to the scene of a cardiac arrest have with them all of the equipment and skills that they need to do their very best to try and save that life. And in my view, uh, there are a few circumstances where they should consider moving a patient who's still in cardiac arrest to hospital because they should be concentrating on delivering the best possible care right there and then. Bruce Adams, you disagree. The skill level of paramedics in the last 20 years is just tremendous. But I think it gets to the point when they cannot bring them back. I'm not inclined to give up yet. You know, if you, the movie Princess Bride, my daughter's favorite movie, the line in there is that mostly dead is slightly alive. And occasionally there's some tricks we have up our sleeves back in the emergency room that we can try and we will bring a few survivors back. Bruce's point then, Jonathan, it's worth carting people off to hospital despite the fact that the vast majority of people won't make it because there might be a few who do and for the relatives, family and the lives of those people who are saved, it's got to be worth it. My concern is that actually trying to move people in cardiac arrest detracts from the good quality life support that people need. I work in pre-hospital care and, and I know from experience that trying to, to load somebody onto a stretcher and then putting them into a moving ambulance actually makes the ongoing resuscitation very difficult. Now, if there's one thing we know about cardiac arrest, good quality, continuous chest compressions is what saves lives and taking people to hospital gets in the way of that. So whilst there may be a small number of patients for whom transport to hospital is right and I think we should we identify those and transport them if necessary, for the vast majority of patients, trying to move them actually gets in the way of doing the basics well. Bruce, do you think you can spot who those people are? A lot of studies have looked at this, Chris, and they've applied different criterion. But in every one of those studies, there's always this handful of survivors that they said, oh, you shouldn't bring this guy, you shouldn't bring that guy, this guy's hopeless, leave him there, you're not going to get him back. But when they apply that in a virtual sense, they always ends up being a couple dozen survivors that end up walking out of a hospital and going back to their homes. I also think that there are some services, even when it truly is hopeless and the patients die, services we can render to the family in a cultural sense. So, for instance, you know, we can console the family. Uh, if you leave the body at a house, that's logistically very challenging for the family, whereas if you come into the emergency room, you know, we'll make arrangements for the funeral home. And I want to throw in this point, too. I'll grant you that a lot of the folks that they bring in, they come in dead and they stay dead. But even the ones that stay dead, 5% of all organ transplants come from CPR survivors. So that's one of the benefits. We get them in, maybe we get them back, but they're absolutely brain dead. But we get them back long enough that we can transplant their organs for other patients. That's a very important point, isn't it, Jonathan? It is true that some patients who've had a cardiac arrest will go on to become organ donors um, in England, but they're usually the patients who've returned spontaneous circulation, so they've got a heartbeat back at the scene and have been transported to a hospital for further care, quite rightly. But some of those, the majority of those patients, unfortunately, still will not survive, and, and that's certainly it gives an opportunity for organ donation. 
And it's not just the survivors, for instance, in Oregon. It's about the family as a survivor, too. There's a bit of a closure sometimes. When they come into the emergency room, they see the doctors doing everything possible. And we have found that when you do that for families, they have a lower incidence of post-traumatic stress. But you would argue, Jonathan, that actually the best place for them is to be in the street because they're going to have the best clinical outcome. They've got the best chances of survival in the hands of skilled paramedics. I think moving people in cardiac arrest does reduce the chance of survival. In terms of where people die, I think many people would like to imagine that if they were going to die and there was nothing that could be done to save them, many people would, would wish to die in their own home with their family around them. Now, we should do our best to bring those people back. And doing our best, I think, means working very hard at the site of the cardiac arrest, giving all the treatments that can be given. But if that's unsuccessful, then we have to accept that at, at that time we're at the limits of what, of what we can achieve. The best thing we can do is very rapid shock defibrillation and great CPR by bystanders and paramedics. I think, though, that this, the tests and the rules that we apply, they're different than we do for other things in medicine. If I told you that there's a 99% chance that you had a pneumonia, you'd be okay with me if I accidentally missed that and got the 1%. When you know death is on the line and it's that 1%, I think we have to be absolutely certain. And I do, would not begrudge uh, a, a transport on in and uh, let's run a little extra CPR in the emergency room and see if we can't bring them back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.